That looked like a lot of memes. Those are good memes. This year was just memes. Thoughtful banter. Sometimes thoughtful. Mostly banter. All the memes. I love when Muslims talk about how Prophet Muhammad did this. Oh, Prophet Muhammad helped the orphans. Mashallah. Mashallah. I love how they say, Prophet Muhammad helped out women. 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 Mashallah. Prophet Muhammad solved slavery. And I'm just like, bro, that's not you. And I'm tired of being told what the prophet did, holy prophet did, as if we've done it and it's solved in the world. It's so obnoxious. Like, people are like, Islam has, like, no sexism. Islam don't. You definitely do. <laughs> Look at the racism, Joe, right? I have heard so many times, Islam, solve racism, bro. Look at Bilal called the Adhan. I'm like, bro, when was the last time you had Tyrone up in this joint? <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying, bro? <laughs> not, not recently, bro. Uh, Last time Tyrone came in this joint, you started hiding all the ground. You thought he could steal them, resell them on the street. I mean, I'm exaggerating. <laughs> yeah, being yeah, a little yeah. bit racist to talk about racism. But it's funny. <laughs> <laughs> I, need, I need you to uh, verify. Co-sign it. Co-sign it. Co-sign it. Um, I mean, it's crazy, bro. I always thought, like, dude, if racism was truly solved in the Muslim community, you've been married by now. First of all, that's to say off rip. I mean, I'm only 21. <laughs> Still? Still? Still. I, th- I think so. De- you definitely would be uh, treated differently. Not to gas you up. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to gas you up. Please though. don't. We're like you, on YouTube, bro. You, you're, you're an attractive dude, mashallah. Yo, well-kempt, well well-kempt. Recite Quran beautifully. Have your life together. Right? Like, you have like a lot of things going for you. Mm-hmm. At a young age. And I think a lot of guys, at least at your age, would have been like talked to by people in the community. Like you're very active in the community. Yeah. And I, and I and I not saying it just based on my experience experience with you, based off of other people telling me about their experience trying to get married whenever they're black, and the people they're trying to talk to are not black mm-hmm. in the Muslim community. I mean, we still have Arabs calling black people on masjid what. Slaves. Slaves. <laughs> that That's is, some white people stuff. That is absolutely wild. That's like the Arab version of the N word or something, bro. <laughs> it's gotta be up there. Yeah. Um, up there. Yeah, maybe just to play uh in their defense a little bit. I think it's less I oh maybe not in their defense. I think if we attack the issue of like diversity within our community centers and our messages, it like eventually the problem of marriage will have to be tackled at some point and it'll and it'll be tackled uh more quickly i think the bigger issue more better yeah i think the bigger issue is the fact that our communities are so segregated and we and we've already touched on it a little bit but like these places are not welcome to not just black people any american in general if a convert walks in there it's not a welcoming space so people take islam and they just like bundle it in their own culture i mean like I'm just thinking about the centers. I'm into Iranian centers, dude. Desi centers. Oh my lord, almighty, bro. I don't know how I go to a Desi center every, like the same center every time I'm in there. They're like, "You a convert, bro?" If I am the only white guy here, you would remember me by now, right? Uh, <laughs> I don't know how I'm always mistaken as a convert or you, for example. It's so annoying, bro. It's so annoying, and it's just like, bro, you live in America. You're in the country where Malcolm X 
Muslim is Shahi, bro. Mm-hmm. And you're still like when black people walk on the masjid. Oh, is he is he a convert? I think I think so annoying. The assumption that someone who looks like visibly American or different from you is a convert wouldn't necessarily be an issue if there was an effort to make a connection and make that feel person feel welcome That's after true. the fact. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But there isn't. let's keep talking our language around them let's make them feel as uncomfortable as possible let's not explain what like like the mc of every day is like speaking the native tongue so the convert who walks in like wait what are they talking about like like like, bro i can't even understand the announcement Uh bro the kids in the corner are looking at you like over and over again no one says salam i remember one time i walked into the masjid it was me and my sisters you know mind you all of my sisters I think it was two of them, but both of them are wearing a hijab. Like, and then it's not like it's like falling off their head or anything. It's like very good. We walk into this masjid and these kids come up to the door and they're like, are you guys in the right place? <laughs> and you know, and you know, they're kids, right? So no, no. they're kids. No. They're, they're little kids. But that is reflective of, of, I guess, what they're always seeing. And I and even how their elders are reacting to stuff it's like really that. hard for me not to say something really bad. <laughs> I'm gonna need a minute. Rain it in, Matthew. Rain it in. Allah Akbar. Allah Akbar. That's so that's so depressing. That's and, also yeah. hilarious. It is. It. I mean, that's, it's kind of sad. It's dark. It's, it's dark sad. It's like, but it is all. It is funny because <laughs> it is. It is kind of funny. It's so funny how um, absolutely ignorant that is. <laughs> God, it's like a Cat Williams stand-up piece. I mean, we are the product of our environments, you know, at the end of the day. And I think uh, one, one thing I really feel sad about is a lot of these people growing up in these um, isolated bubbles of their culture, they fall out of Islam. Mm. A lot of them do, unfortunately. And I would theorize one of the reasons for that is because they understand Islam only as their culture. Mm-hmm. And what Islam, in my personal opinion, I'm not a scholar, obviously, but I'm just saying it. In my opinion, Islam cannot be a cultural thing. Islam has to be your moral guidelines. And there's a huge difference because culture changes whenever you enter a new room. Mm. That's how quick it changes. And, and, and that's how you find a lot of these Muslim kids that come from these centers and come from these masajid. They have two, they have split personality, you know? Dude, they literally, like, there's two when, faces. When they walk into the masjid, yeah. they're, they're Ali Reza, you know? Yeah, Ali Reza. <laughs> when, when they walk into the masjid, they're Muhammad. Yeah. <laughs> you know? When they walk into the masjid, they're Haydad. Yeah. And school then when they leave different. the masjid, when they're in school, they're Mo. They're when Mo. they're in school, they're Dar, you know? <laughs> they're all, <On> TikTok. <laughs> <laughs> they have all these nicknames, you know? Yeah. It's so, it's so, it's so crazy. I'm just thinking, like, I, I don't know how, like, I, I, I can't even, I can barely even judge them because it's like, how would you even survive that? That's mentally that's mentally fatiguing mm-hmm. to have multiple personalities. It's very mentally fatiguing. You're you're literally putting up a facade. I mean, to at some point you're lying, and we know like scientists have talked about lying, the effects it has has on the brain. It causes mass amounts of anxiety, mm-hmm. constantly lying because your brain has to keep up with all the false things you've said, right? So imagine it's like you're in the unfortunate position to be like having a girlfriend at school, and at Whenever it's like time for Friday, bro, like you call the Adhan. <laughs> that's really rough. Uh-huh. Like my, 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 my sympathies, G, that's rough. And the way to solve that, I think one of the ways to solve that is to stop making Islam what is not. It was not meant to be a cultural bubble mm-hmm. to make you feel better about your race. Mm-hmm. It's not. It's not that. And like we look at like 
Prophet Muhammad, peace be upon him. The Arabs who he brought Islam to first were really against it because of that exact reason. Yeah. Because they felt like being Arab was less important. Mm-hmm. And they have derived all of their self-validation and pride off of being Arab and having X tribe under their mm-hmm. name. That is why they felt good about themselves. And Prophet Muhammad was making them feel bad because that was their pride. Yeah. And I've had people like, I guess, um, older people and even some kids, maybe older older children, second generation, maybe older second generation yeah. kids. You're like, so what do you want us to do? Do you want us to like cater all of our programming to people, um, to Americans, for example? Do you want to cater all of our programming to black people? And it's like, yes, because whether you like it or not, your yes. second, third generation kids, they're more American than they are Iranian. They're more American than they are Daisy. They're more American than they are Arab, yeah. you know? Like this is their culture now. And a lot of times they're going to connect with things and people who can understand that culture and speak the language better than they are going to be able to connect with you know someone who's not who doesn't speak their language who's not from here who's not from here and doesn't even speak the language well the older generation needs it way less you know they 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 have it like like if we're losing as as you're saying if we're losing the kids what are we doing Mm -hmm. if your masjid is filled with people 50 up what on earth is happening bro isn't like the youth like these people are about a dining day bro no, <laughs> that's I mean, I don't want to go. I don't want to go in on the ageism because um, I <laughs> no, think no. our elders definitely play a role in no, our community. Our, our elders matter for sure. Thank definitely. you, USA, for <laughs> you it up for those watching. <laughs> I'm sorry, but no, our elders definitely matter. But here's the thing. Again, like I want to look at. I want to point our direction back to, uh, like I guess the inception of like Islam or like the early years of uh, Islam with Prophet Muhammad. All his all his early early on companions and were very young. Most of them were very young. Yeah. So it's like if we don't get these youth, the religion is gonna die, bro. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I don't, obviously it never will. But it's also a responsibility to be people who maintain it at the best of our abilities. And if our youth are leaving, that's a problem because they're probably gonna come back. Yeah, I was, I was. But uh, when they're older, when after they've lived their lives, some of them are gonna come back. Some of them. Some of them. I was reading a, a study. They were like, <laughs> it was about, um, I guess, agnosticism and atheism, and. Islam is simultaneously the fastest growing religion by by um, virtue of I guess the the way Muslims pop out children, um, <laughs> and then it's also the religion that the most people are becoming atheist and agnostic from. It was a, I think it was a, I think it was a Pew Pew Center um, study I was reading about this. I thought it was very interesting, and I think a lot of a lot of it has to do with this problem. I see. I see this issue on uh, Muslim, on, on Reddit, Reddit groups like ex-Muslims, mm-hmm. and it's just like I'm reading because I, I want to understand, right? Like I'm I'm trying to seek the truth. If the truth is in Islam, then that's the truth. So I, I'm like reading these posts, and I'm just like, dude, this these aren't Islamic problems. These people have all had abusive dads mm-hmm. who sucked, who are completely tyrants. Like I I've yet to read a single ex-Muslims Reddit post that was like, huh. Let me let me ask a scholar. About I had this a, problem. Yeah, yeah, and I had a healthy community yeah. that was very diverse, and I There's was exposed. Never that. <laughs> it's always some don't like when I was younger. I accidentally did this thing that I didn't know was a sin, and my father put my hand in the fireplace and said, "Do you want to feel that in the afterlife?" Like so crazy, don't like that, bro. And it's like a stuck for the law. Like we're people. People, first of all, don't understand Islam at all. They have zero academic understanding of it. And you know what's bad? Whenever I'm saying that, I'm like, bro. 
people like unfortunately are in the position where they're just practicing with their grandparents told their parents they don't even like like we this is so i think one solution i want to stop rambling one solution for this is we need to identify scholars to have relationships with and and talk about islam Stop having this, you know, we, we, most people only have the relationship with the sheikh at the masjid. And then we're scared of what the sheikh thinks about us mm. because the sheikh is somehow this kind of holy figure that's like representative of God. That's not what the, what the case is, bro. Mm. I think everyone should have like the best moments of my childhood that were very um, crucial to forming my Islamic identity were late night Q&A discussions with scholars because mm. I got to get intimate about what I really felt. What my questions really were, and I and I was in a space where I wasn't judged mm. for having certain questions. I think everyone needs to do that. Yeah, and I do want to say, I just again maybe playing devil's advocate to Mahdi, um, <laughs> there is a benefit of culture. It's not Absolutely. it's not yeah. all bad, you know. Even for Imam Ali, that let letter to Malik Ashra, you know. Yeah. Um, Don't destroy the good traditions. That if there are good traditions, yeah. If there are good traditions in a culture, leave it. Yeah, you know the only the only issue is when it conflicts with Islam, you know. Yeah. So I just want to say that. Also, I don't think you necessarily have to have a completely academic or like informational um, understanding of Thank Islam. Thank you for clarifying. Because um, a lot of times you'll see that actually people who are in desolate, not desolate, people who are in isolated villages, for example, and they don't even. They, it's not that they don't want to look for information they don't have access to information yeah you know about specific figures even us about Hazrat fatima for example there's literally not a lot we can know about her life just because we don't have access to the information but that doesn't mean that our connection with her is any less necessarily i, I, I see what you're saying um so i just want to make sure we're not like you have know. to be intellectual and yeah really understand. <laughs> like yeah I, let, let, let me run it back by no means am i saying that you need to know your faith as well as like to go on like a Harvard debate panel. Mm. But you need to know it. I think, suck for a lot for being arrogant, but I think you need to know your faith enough to convince yourself of being Muslim. I mean, that's not a think. That's a, a fact. That, 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 that's, what I'm, that's what I'm trying to say. Like, uh-huh. You should just know, like, bro, if you're Muslim or not. Like, I, I talk to guys who are secretly like, yo, like, who are Muslims, who are basically secretly like, yo, I don't know if this is something for me. I'm mm. like, why telling me? And I don't mean that like don't open up. I mean that, um, I mean that like talk to someone who talk can help to a you. scholar, bro. Yeah, we're at a camp right now for like, funny story. I'm literally at a Muslim a Muslim camp that's famous that has like a bunch of scholars or like learned people there, mm. and there's these guys who are just sitting in the camp, like in the boys area, during Q and A's the whole time. They're not asking scholars what opinions are pressing down on their minds. That they need to get resolved. Instead, they're just talking, uh, talking about their uh, doubts among themselves, creating an echo chamber. Mm. Just oh, agreeing to disagree, agreeing to disagree with Islam, at an Islamic camp. Either like, that, bro. You don't care about Islam. You just want to be right. Either that, or they sit in their thoughts. They don't even tell their friends. They, they just sit. They just sit in their thoughts, and it's like until they convince themselves that whatever they're thinking was actually the truth. Dude, <laughs> you talk know? to somebody. <laughs> I'm not saying you have to agree. Mm-hmm. Like there's 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 no. There's no obligation to believe at the end of the day. Yeah, and I think uh, my issue with everyone I know that has like either struggled with Islam or left Islam is that from what everything they showed me, everything that I saw of them and their mm. quote-unquote pursuit of knowledge, it was very, very, very disingenuous. Very cherry-picking. 
oh, I found the thing that confirmed my bias. Looks yeah. like I'm agnostic. I found the thing that confirmed my bias. Looks like I'm agnostic. I have access to these scholars. I have yeah. access to all this information around me. But instead, I'm going to ask my friend who's like knows the most of our friend group, but still knows nothing in comparison to the people that he could be going to information And here's for. the thing. Let me ask my friend who knows the most in the friend group and be him in a debate. Exactly. To feel like... Exactly. Uh-huh. <laughs> I got him. I got him. <laughs> I got the religion. Like, shut Like, bro, I, I have to stop saying that. But come on, like, be real with yourself. I mean, and I've literally, we've literally seen this example. Um, it's just like, are you seeking the truth, or do you want to do something? Mm-hmm. Like, just be real with yourself. I think that we have to be real with ourselves, and understand and accept the fact. At least for someone who's like a, a very simple-minded, a very unspiritual person like me, I think that we just have to accept that sometimes being Muslim feels like it sucks. You know, and I feel like we have to stop being like we have to stop thinking that we're Muslim because we're constantly happy. Like, dude, so many times, like, like praying a lot is hard. Stopping your middle of your workday is hard. You know, like fasting is hard. Not doing what you want to do is really hard. Yeah, you know, even even I'm I don't know if I should say this, but I'm gonna say it anyway. Um, the things that we're not allowed to do, things like drinking, things like going out to places like dude, bad those places, things are definitely lit. People do them for a reason. Yeah. <laughs> you know? They're lit. People do it's not like people don't do this stuff because it's boring. Dude, you know? Because it's a lot of fun. <laughs> they do it because it's fun. And I think more no one tells you though, as a kid. Yeah, yeah. And I think more transparency transparency in that respect. Like I know that's one thing my mom did for me. Yeah. She was like, you know, sometimes there are going to be things that you have to do in life that are going to be hard, but you got to suck it up and do it. Yeah, like, I feel like, uh, I'll tell you, like, as a little Iranian kid, like, Iranians and, like, I think, like, brown Muslims be capping about bacon. Like, bacon is so disgusting, Mandy. <laughs> or growing up, my parents, my, my, my dad was like, Mandy, bacon is the worst animal ever. <laughs> it is completely disgusting. It smells bad. I'm like, cap. I'm smelling that don't smell good from here. <laughs> I can taste that joke. <laughs> like, come on. Like, people don't do these bad things because they're bad. People do these bad things because they're so fun that you lose yourself in them. Mm-hmm. It's just like video game. You don't yeah. play video games because it's boring. You stop playing the game. This show is fun, bro. It's really, really fun. I'm not saying that, like, from experience. I feel like I said fun to enthusiastically. <laughs> you know? But, but we, have, we, we have to be real with our youth. And, like, I feel like I give a good analogy. Like, the same way you see alcohol, the same way you see um, something like eating food is destructive is the same way you can look at something like alcohol consumption mm-hmm. or dating girls. Like, you think that, yes, I think it's fun, but you understand logically. And Assam tells us to use our logic, right? You understand logically that although that thing can be fun, it is destructive, mm-hmm. you know? I mean, that, that's, that's the way that in my brain, it makes sense. It's destructive. Also, I think having avenues for kids and people to experience fun through islam is very important that's something that i think i was blessed with throughout my childhood throughout my childhood and i want to say i think ultimately people's muslims identities are embodied by their potential and not their wow not their intellectual potential not their physical potential but their spiritual potential wow and these things are here once you have an understanding that these things are here too increase that spiritual potential even if they're hard you're willing to do that because you know what you're gaining is greater 
right and then eventually and i'm far from here mm. but eventually you'll get to a point where you'll start where you will start seeing the beauty and the fun in those things yeah you know in praying so you're like subhanallah i get to talk to my lord five times a day yeah. again i'm not saying wow. I'm, I'm not saying i'm there but that is the goal of these things one you know? thing that really um inspired me what one speaker said when i was younger and i was still trying to find my path was he was talking about like basically this this metaphor only goes so far this comparison but like islam being like a metaphor for like physical fitness mm. like going to the gym really sucks it really sucks working out is not fun you ever worked with someone out have you ever you like to work out you, you you've got to the point where you can experience the euphoria of like muscles burning mm. you'd be like oh that feels good ever work out with someone who hasn't gone through that <laughs> They look like they're constantly constipated, bro. Like, he hurt. Like, he's not even, like, in actual pain, but he's just so d- uncomfortable living yeah. that way. Like, yeah. I-, I can't. I yeah. can't. And like, it- that's the same thing for your dean, for example, right? You are in pain. You're suffering. But you're built. You're building a beautiful body. Mm-hmm. And you're building a body that later on in the future, everyone's going to see. That's a beautiful body. Yeah. That's different. Mm-hmm. And it's the same thing with your dean, right? Like, I feel like the more... I don't want to say more spiritual because that's pretentious. The more rigorous I try to be with my practices, I, I notice small things like I'm more patient than people around me mm-hmm. at work, for example. I'm, I'm, I'm like less emotionally volatile. Like you see like some people get like upset at something so quickly. I just be vibing. Mm-hmm. It's not because of me, just because I was saying Alhamdulillah. Yeah. Because it's my way to work. <laughs> I'm like in a more peaceful state. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Definitely. Definitely. And that just goes back to like these practices are, are meant to build that kind of um resistance if you will yeah you know you're, you're building like i so cringy i like to think like anime like naruto training or i mean one of the one of the best animes in terms of training don't give me that look bro <laughs> is is baki right like you think about like how deep he gets into like physical fitness dude when you ever like you're struggling not to do haram that you really want to do i don't see a difference mm. you're literally like okay it's like it's like a bodybuilder who has to make a competition okay i want this cake and i don't want to work out but that means i'm in bad situation if i sacrifice the short-term um lust or um gratification gratification that's the word if i, if I sacrifice the short-term gratification i'm going to be like an ifbb pro whatever right? in the long run yeah in the long run like that's that's the same thing but the, the issue i think for younger people is like it's hard to see like what that goal is it's harder to see what that goal is i also think um the curse and yes i say curse the curse of individualism in american culture oh wow <laughs> you got you got deep there oh man also plays That's a part facts. which is why i think these community centers these massages become even more important because that's where your sense of, I guess, collectivism and the sense of togetherness is supposed to come from. Right? Yeah. Wow. And if and if all you get from there is cultural um, practices that don't necessarily make sense or you can't necessarily connect with, um, again, like I don't know how effective that is, right? Yeah, absolutely. I don't know how effective that that is anymore. It's, it's not. I think that a problem. As the same was saying, talking about this lack of collective collectivism is we see a lot of people leaving islam because of that and basically they leave islam to keep it a buck a lot of the times not because it doesn't make sense no no, they they leave islam for one reason they feel like it and that's enough more than they feel like it i think which is in my opinion worse is they'll stop practicing parts because they feel like it Mm -hmm. i'm all for being true to yourself at the end of the day 
if you don't believe in Islam, I'm not going to tell anyone to do something they don't believe in. But people just be like, you know, um, I want to get a girlfriend and I'm going to commit Zanah consistently on a habitual basis and make it part of my life. But I'm going to bring her to the masjid and I'm going to show her to my parents. But I'm also going to be a Muslim. And uh, sometimes I'm going to drink because I got to get lit. But I still believe, you know, Islam. Like, what? What is this? Even, I kind of want to maybe just push back a little bit on something you said. You said being, I think being a little extreme tonight. Being true to yourself. Um, I'd even be careful with that verbiage, that word choice, that phrase. College student alert. <laughs> <laughs> because, again, that's something that's like very... The whole being true to yourself is something that's very Western. And we talk about being true to ourselves in, in the short term, in our short term experiences, as opposed to being true to our, again, being true to our potential, like the potential of what we could be. But, I, but I'm saying this though, right? If you, if, if you're like, if you don't even understand that Islamic potential, like that, that's what I'm saying. Okay. That's different. Like you, that's different. It's not that, you know, I'm going to be true to my feelings, which is a thing. I understand the confusion, but I'm saying Yo, like everyone's talking about the afterlife in your life, bro. I don't believe in life after death. Or maybe you read, maybe maybe you read the Bible and you're like, you know, this is right, not Islam. From like a logical perspective, mm. maybe you saw some hadith that made you question the entire hadith corpus or corpuses, and you're like, nah, not it, uh-huh. right? <laughs> That's understandable, in my opinion. If if you got there through logic and you went to talk, to, and this happens, people. People then went to talk to scholars, and the scholars they talked to were whack. Uh huh. I understand that. If it's if it's genuine, like out of genuine uh, searching for the truth, yeah, okay. yeah, that's I, different. Again, like especially with the thing of people talking to whack scholars. Oh. They they did they did their due diligence as far as I'm concerned. I mean, I'm not the one concerned. You know, that's God ultimately. <laughs> God knows the truth. I don't. But I'm I'm just saying. Um, a lot of us just end up really not even leaving Islam. You see the ex-Muslims group on Reddit; these guys are freaking Muslim. Mm. Like, like they still fear God. Hmm. They they just are tired with their families that are abusive or what or whatnot. There's like, how did you leave the religion three years ago and you're still ta- venting and you're still talking about you know, it? <laughs> I see people posting stuff that's like this. Like, this is an example. It's not. It's not verbatim. I left Islam three years ago. I feel I feel guilty about drinking. Why? <laughs> Why? Why? Your fitra is still working. <laughs> I don't know, bro. I feel like if I left the religion for like sound logical reasons, I, like I just didn't believe. Yeah, I, didn't I, believe I, I wouldn't have any kind of. Regret. I mean, not not necessarily. I, I get from the psychological perspective, be like no conditioning, but or even that fitra. You know, like if you're not like completely, if you haven't been left in the dark, or maybe uh, you haven't like clouded up that fitra. I I still think you'd probably have those feelings. You know, even if it was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. even if the decision at the time was a decision made out of genuine like searching for the truth. Yeah. I think you still have no. You would still have three that years, though. I don't. Okay, I don't know about three years, but I'm saying, assuming that you haven't clouded and dirtied your fitra to the extent that it's barely even responsive, yeah. you would still have that. I just think that this is a big thing. I think most people who leave Islam 
are not the intellectuals who left Islam as they claim to be. Oh, definitely not. They're, they're, they're not the Ben Shapiro's they think they are. <laughs> I mean, Ben Shapiro is feelings. not the Ben Shapiro he thinks he is. <laughs> so, that, definitely. That's, that's facts. <laughs> yeah, it's just like this, um, I want to do this, my emotions tell me this, and to be fair, it, you know, like, it's jihad for a reason. Mm-hmm. It, yeah. it really does suck. I cannot tell you on a public podcast, but I, I cannot tell you as a youth how much, in my own way, I really struggle with this song. There mm-hmm. are times where I was just like, dude, it wasn't a matter about proving. It was a matter of, I don't want to be suffering like this, bro. I don't want to do it. I don't it's not do fun. It. It's not fun. I'm suffering. I'm suffering. You think you're suffering. But it's like, okay, that's not logic, though. Like, prove to me that you suffering because you feel bad about it is you really suffering. You can't. You can't. Like, like are you go- if you are a father and you have a family to feed, are you going to kill yourself? Because the stress of working, some do. And I would say, some are built different. <laughs> was the guy, like, is that guy who killed himself because of stress provided for his family, was he right? I don't think so. Mm-hmm. He was suffering. So what? He has responsibilities to take care of his family. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and so that's, that's I guess, that's where my point of, you know, the whole being true to yourself and actually just means being true to your feelings in the moment is Western made up and completely BS. Um, you're supposed Whoa. to be. You're supposed to be true to your, Damn to who you can be. You're yeah. supposed to be true yeah. to your potential, the best form of yourself. Mm-hmm. It would be the same thing if, like, you know, there's this kid who's has amazing potential for basketball, for example, mm-hmm. and he's like, you know, I know I could have my kids set. I could have my like. There's like a guarantee that I could have my kids set, right? Generations. I could generations set. I can go to the NBA, make a whole bunch of this money, but you know. I'm going to be true to myself. I don't feel like doing that. Like right now God. in this specific moment, I'm, I'm being true to myself because I don't feel like training. Mm-hmm. You know, is that being true to yourself? Is that being true to your potential of being a basketball it's star? It's being true to your weakness. Or exactly. Is it being true to your desire? Is it being true to your weakness? You know? Yeah. What Like what is truth? I feel like um, this kind of goes into like, um, God, I'm such. And I'm, now if it's something you genuinely mm-hmm. find no interest in, and you don't want to do, and you want to like devote your life to something else. That's that's you build different. <laughs> On the Middle Eastern side, of Baba, Baba, Van Amcorn. I was in for forty years uh. working. You have no right to be happy. <laughs> Type B. I see what you're saying, but I don't even know about that fully. NBA Hussein, what else are you gonna do? Be a doctor, save starving kids in Africa, bro. You can buy Africa. I don't know. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. If it's if it's on a whim, you uh-huh. know, if it's on a whim or like these these desires, these thoughts, they strengthen the more we give them fuel. Mm. Dude, this reminds me of a Native American proverb. I'm going to say because it's so on point with this, right? It's a it's a it's a story of a grandfather talking to his grandson. He says, within us there are uh, two wolves, white wolf and black wolf. They're always fighting. And they're always they're fighting forever, like uh, until the end of days. And the grandson is like, grandfather, which wolf wins? And the grandfather says, whichever one you feed. And I was like, whoa, <laughs> whoa, right? It's exactly what you're saying. Yeah, there's another there's another quote. I think your mom sent me this video. I just want to read it um, because it was, it, was, it was bars too. And it's mm-hmm. kind of along the same lines. It says, watch out for bad thoughts because they will lead to lowly desires. So fight them. And if you don't, they will become goals and concerns. Mm. So amputate them. And if you don't, mm. they become actions. <laughs> you know. So wow. do their opposites. Because if you don't, they become habits. And it will be harder for you to stop. 
and then habits will become they form your life they shape your life right that is so deep i don't think i'm emotional just now that's true you have to we have to like be in control like it's yeah. it's a and what i was saying earlier i was saying you're you're the intellectual and i'm just i'm just spitballing you definitely I think not I intellectual it. be quiet bro definitely intellectual you're a future intellectual inshallah um correct me if i'm wrong i'm just i'm saying what i think i remember from a lecture but what tr- what, what truth is in islam is god god is truth so when we're saying true Reality, to our yeah. true to ourselves what is truth get some real thoughtful banter in this what <laughs> is truth is truth how you feel i mean that's what they're referring to yeah yeah but what is truth though g what are we defining like whenever we're in these negative spots like and if that is the case if someone comes to me and says that they're depressed my response should be kill yourself if that is truth Mm -hmm. but it's clearly not truth yeah all right like if if i'm saying that i'm I'm gonna get canceled just for saying that yeah because it's clearly problematic so obviously at that point we obviously are agreeing as a society that's not true. And that your feelings don't determine truth. Yes. But on the other hand, when our feelings go with Western values, with what we're told to go th- go for that are not Islamic values, then it's truth. I want to take out my hijab. Mm, that's truth. Why? Because mm. I feel like it. Um, I want to kill myself. That's not truth. You need help. You need meds. What? Mm. What? I want to practice. I want to. I want to. I want to turn my homosexual ideations into homosexual actions. You know, oh, that's your truth. Or what is an ideation? <laughs> an idea. Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> ultimately, it just shows a, the, 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 the cognitive bias that we have. Mm-hmm. You know, we, 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 just, we just believe that, oh, it, it just is right. And why is it just right? Um, but who the heck am I, bro? Yeah. I'm just some dude that you're paying to listen to at this point. <laughs> Maybe no one's lo- listening to this. Maybe we cut the podcast. This is 16 minutes. We have that like Joe Rogan audience retention be this deep into the podcast. But I really, really hope you guys enjoy it because personally, I enjoy this. Um, Hussein enjoys this. Uh, but we we just, you know, if you were listening to this point, I just want to say thank you on Hussein's behalf as well. And I'm sure Hussein's going to go all soft-hearted as well after i'm done you know listening like guys thank you but seriously like we enjoy this like i just not finished my day job picked up a saying after my work to record this in the studio like i'm tired bro <laughs> but i'm enjoying this so I, I thank you guys for listening to the podcast and, and giving us your hard-earned money to make it possible thank you yeah thank you so much just piggybacking on what you said you guys are awesome um, i know we i know we've been slacking these last couple weeks but we will be back with a vengeance um back again like we never left Back again, like we never left. It's logic. It's a biracial. Hit Hope you guys down. enjoy this. Um, we out. Yeah, yeah. Hit a brother down, make him stay down, make him lay down. Whoa. Pause. <laughs> that looked like a lot of memes. Those are good memes. This year was just memes. Thoughtful banter. Sometimes thoughtful. Mostly banter. All the memes.